time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 256. This week coming to you from outside of our cage. We, we being my name, Trevor Long, from EFTM.com.au, and you can find me on Twitter, at Trevor Long. This man is on Twitter, at Stephen Fennick, with a PH, techguide.com.au. G'day, Stephen. Hello, Trevor. We, uh, a lot of people said we belong in the zoo, and here yeah. we are, like... Uh, we're in our natural habitat, is that right? <laughs> yeah. The people, there's people walking around paying money to see us. That's right. It's yeah. great. People were looking up at us and pointing. We'll explain why. <laughs> we'll explain uh, why in a minute. Yeah, yeah. That's extra. That'll cost extra people if you want to do that to the two blokes. Uh, anyway, so we are here at the Taronga Zoo in Sydney overlooking the most magnificent harbour on the planet on one of the most beautiful days of the year, even though it's the, almost winter. And we are here to talk tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. Rightio, so we came here today to, to see in real life, not the animals, but a product that we saw first at uh, CES in January, um, and it's a follow-on product to a very, very successful product from last year, the 360 Fly. The 360 Fly that we've seen and reviewed before is um, high definition. Uh, that's a, uh, a t- tough one to actually talk about because the overall resolution is quite large, but the, the picture that you look at is an, is an even high definition. So the new one is the 360 Fly 4K. So it's recording at an enormous number of pixels. So the, the, the smaller part of the screen that you look at when you're in virtual reality is very good resolution. It is an impressive quality product, um, really easy to use. And I was talking to Nick from, from 360 Fly here in Australia saying that I think is their advantage. They, uh, they're early to market, so it's becoming a reputable brand in terms of 360 cameras mm. they're doing amazing branding on all things like motorsport yeah, and all these kind of stuff plus exposure in store too jb hi-fi you can't miss the 360 fly stand yeah. and, and and now they've got two products so the the hd version that's been out now for a little while is 649 at jb hi-fi 95. 649 95 cents yeah. you can ask for a discount from two bucks <laughs> talking tech but we're pretty sure they won't honor it and the uh, the new 4k version is uh is going to be 849 that goes on sale this friday at jb hi-fi and a few other retailers but jb hi-fi is going to be the easiest yeah. place to get it now it looks very very similar it's it's enhanced because the the body of it isn't um isn't as slippery so it's a non-slip non-stick non-slip surface um it has a better awareness of whether you're recording so there's light underneath it and the button is very well lit up now to know that you're recording is the actual unit have you had them both in uh, side by side they're the same size same size yeah they might be slightly different weight but they are but the texture of the outside is different that's right and And also they've they've changed the the base of it was this kind of clip mount system but they've gone for a standard tripod mount this Uh, time um so there's a few little intricate things like that but in the end it's basically a step up in terms of quality, well, a step up in for, for yeah. in terms of enhancements. And the great thing is, and this is what I do love about this company, and he's quite passionate, Nick, about it, but they're very honest about their roadmap. They're talking about their software that's going to come. It's yeah. going to have the ability to, the software will know that there's movement. And so let's, because we've got to remember, if this thing's on your head on a helmet and someone rides past you from behind onto the right and goes in front, the software is going to be able to go, hang on, someone was there, and it's going to then basically self-direct a video that points and shoots and at even, that thing. I like the feature where you can create a little two-minute highlight reel and it'll take all those 
bits of action and throw them together. Yeah. But uh, there's also, you know, apart from the higher resolution, is what is it, 2880 by 2880, yeah. 360 degrees, 240 over the top. But uh, the other feature that I think is really interesting is the live streaming. I think you, you can do it now one-to-one with yeah, it. Yeah, there's a little app, app yep. But now you'd be able to do it to, say, your Facebook uh, friends and, and, and to onto YouTube. Yeah. I think that's going to be really interesting where you can just position this camera. And you've got to remember, this is a, a camera that's not a one-direction camera. It, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Mm. And even though there is a feature where you can do a point-of-view angle as well, you can choose. I, I don't think you do them at the same time, eh? It's either one or the no, other. No, you choose. So it's one or the other. So just imagine the uses for this like at a birthday party just pop it in the corner wherever at a board meeting uh, you're you're on holiday so rather than you having to focus in one direction this thing's capturing everything mm. at the same time and in 4k and it's so immersive people really get into it i mean i remember the best one i've done was driving down the las vegas strip you know it's just a beautiful thing to, to drive down and lots of people haven't been there push that on facebook yeah. and people were just like wow because yeah. it's like not there it's yeah. not a, it's not a video of looking over the front of the car looking down the strip it's wherever you want to look yeah. you're riding on well, top of the car and you can look wherever you want that should, is immersive we should point out though that, that when you do share those videos you do have the option of sharing it so that the viewer can guide the video so in other words they can swipe the picture left and right and go through the full 360 degrees or as I've done in the past I've done like what they call a guided video where I've actually moved the camera in the most interesting directions and you just view that without having to touch the screen so the and if you're wearing a VR headset you can view it with a VR headset if you're even just looking at on your phone the accelerometer on your phone if you're moving around in a circle then the video will also follow you as well yeah both on Facebook and on YouTube so look it I, I'm not gonna say that the category is as big as action cams because I don't think it is. Not yet. Um, I'm not sure it will get as big, yeah. but I, I, it's a huge category mm. without any question. And the great thing is everyone's trying to do it. We've got LG doing it, we've got Samsung doing Samsung. it. And yeah. I'm, I'm quite that, honest. That's really validated the product, I reckon, Correct. the fact that the, you know, the fly's been out since, what, late last year. Now we're seeing companies like LG, Samsung, and you know, GoPro are coming up with a 360 version of, of camera as well. So that's really validated the fact that these guys got in early. Now they're in 4K and they've got other models that can clip into helmets. And because it's only a one lens, we should talk about that. It's a one lens solution, whereas other cameras, 360 cameras, are two lenses that are stitched together this is one lens one camera so it's one file that, that you've got to worry about so that that makes the share factor even easier yep. and, and and just the, the the result with one file you can share on the go so yeah, uh, yeah they've, they've really made it so that you can get it stream the, the the footage onto your phone edit it share it and you know, straight off your device and not not paying in his pocket I, I said to Nick earlier today I mean I've tested the, the 360 from LG I haven't tested the Samsung yet but the experience of sharing the experience of shooting the device itself is excellent from LG but the experience of sharing just isn't there and that's what 360 have done they've, they've invested time and effort into the software and the software is what actually makes this product because you've got to remember the disadvantage of the 365 is it is 360 around but 240 over whereas your Gear 360 and your LG 360 are almost complete 360 because it stitches together and whatever it's sitting on kind of disappears so but i haven't found many applications where that's a problem Mm. like i've used it in a car i've used it a lot of places and i i don't think that is a massive problem for the kind of video they're creating so Mm -hmm. the uh the 4k version of the 360 the 360 fly 4k on sale this friday 849.95 um, but f- feel free to ask JB Hi-Fi for uh, the yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech 95 cent discount. And it's going to be in the catalogue, panel. It's going to be in the JB catalogue. The Two Blokes Talking Tech no, no, the <laughs> fly. The fly will be in the catalogue. But, uh, you know, we, we, we spoke, we had a little event here, and Nick was talking about the partnerships there. They're, they're t- 
talking to Facebook, they're talking to YouTube. So good on them for getting in and making that easier because let's put it this way, if we find it hard, if the two blokes find it hard yeah. to share, yeah. then our loyal listeners are going to find it hard too. Yep. So great that they've invested that, that time and effort to make this thing really easy to use and really easy to share. Yep, and well. that's what it is. Um, we'll have details of the uh, 4K product, its specifications um, over the coming days at uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech's websites, um, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Travel along. Now, you know I'm not the most patient guy in the world, Trev, so uh, whenever I try to... You're not Robinson Crusoe there, mate. (laughs) Whenever... And look, I think a lot of people, if they order something online, they're really anxious to get it as quickly as possible, but Mm. how... Wouldn't it be great if you could order something online right now and then have it in your hot little hands three hours later? Yeah. That's a possibility now with uh, an express shipping company called uh, Shipit. And they've done a, they've had a partnership, created a partnership with Harvey Norman. Uh, they have had previous partnerships with Australia Post and other little sort of boutique companies, but I think it's a significant one with Harvey's because there are, Harvey's obviously want to extend beyond their bricks and mortar stores. There are plenty of them around, but what what is going to appeal to customers here is the fact that they know that if they shop at Harvey Norman, they've got this option now with ShipIt to choose an express delivery, which could be within twenty four within three hours. And also have the option of, of changing the address. Maybe you're going to be at work or you, you, you want to have it delivered late at night, maybe after you've come home from work. So you can, you can, review, you can d- receive your delivery up until 10 o'clock at night, which is uh, really handy, especially if you're working office hours and, and you just really want to get your package as easily and as quickly as possible. And, and the thing here is... I- I'm I'm actually doing it now on um, on the website because most of the times when I go to test it, it's you know two o'clock in the afternoon, so same day delivery is not available. Here we go. So I've just gone to the Harvey Norman website on my phone and picked a little laptop. My laptop's broken. I'm at work. I need a laptop. Yeah. I want to go to Harvey Norman. Mm-hmm. I want it now. So I've now chosen it. I can get it delivered between four and seven this afternoon for sixteen bucks fifty-seven, or between seven and ten tonight for fifty-five dollars. So after hours, after hours have it delivered. Yeah. Or the critical other part of the ship it deal is you can choose a day. And a time. So rather than having to just wait at home all day, I've got four-hour windows, 7 a.m., 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 7 p.m., all at uh, actually same price during the day, just a nighttime kind of surcharge. Um, so you're much more specific about your delivery times. i got to say, we've bagged Jerry Harvey in the past about his, you know... Correction, you have. I'm a great <laughs> mate with Jerry Harvey. <laughs> um, we love you, Jerry. Yeah. Um, that we, I guess my problem has been his archaic approach to retailing that has done him wonders. Let's not, let's yeah. absolutely, and he's still a genius when it comes to retail. But you look at his fights with Kogan, or Kogan's fight with him, if you want to look at it that way, and he's basically shunned online retailing. He's had to come so late to the party. This is the first time I've seen him do something first, innovative. Yeah. And let's remember, in, in the US and the UK, you can be an Amazon Prime member and get stuff delivered that day, that, that afternoon, that hour. Mm-hmm. So this is innovative to that point. And here's the thing, who else can do this? Right, yeah, because Harvey's got he's got retailers everywhere. Yeah. He's got the distribution. Now, as a as a Harvey Norman franchisee, because you've got to remember, Jerry doesn't own the stores. Mm. He just owns the brand and the distribution yeah. and, that, and and the and the shopping, the actual bricks and mortar building. Yeah. The retailers franchise the the operation. So uh, you you live down near the airport somewhere and you buy something. Who gets that money? Which store gets that It'd money? Be, uh, so well, closest Harvey Norman to me would be Moore Park. But you know what? Who cares? 
That's my point is the re- the individual yeah. consumer shouldn't care, doesn't care, just wants the product. So yeah. whatever Jerry's so it might doing. Be a distribution center somewhere Correct. closer. Yeah, well, right. actually, it's coming out of, at the moment, it's coming out of Moore Park and Auburn. Yep. So they're the two stores that are two facilitating. Yep. Um, but, you know, Castle Hill, wherever else might get in it. But I think if the Castle Hill franchisee is missing out because I'm ordering online, that's not my fault. It's not the Castle Hill folks' fault. It's just mm. the, the future of the world's fault. Yep. So. I honestly think this is the best thing Jerry Harvey's done in yep. a very long time. It is yeah, excellent for right. the for the industry, and it's you know what I am an impulse buyer. I, I mate, you're I, not. I, I mate. I What's bought, the latest impulse buy that you? Have oh no, the most obvious one is my drone. I, when I when I decided I wanted a drone, the first one I got, the Phantom Two, um, I rang. I looked online and went three days, five days, whatever. Yeah. And then I rang around and I, I just went to my closest Sphere. one that had one and I bought yeah, it right there. Now I went to Camzilla for the first one. Okay. And after that, I've gone to Sphere. You didn't tell your missus you bought it, did you? Not at all. <laughs> um, and That's the real it's, test, it's mate. a long-term review unit. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> Hello, thanks for coming. Um, Someone's a bit horny behind it. <laughs> yeah, a little. The Because um, I, I, I want it now. But you know yeah. what? Right now, if I need that well, new so laptop... You, you paid for the express delivery on the Phantom? No, I just oh, went and got oh, it. Oh, you went got it. I got in the car and got it. Yeah, right. But I'm the kind of person that now would go, yeah, I'm, I'm super for lazy. For sixteen fifty, yeah, bring it to my door. Yeah. So I, I well, do no, I believe think, this will have a positive impact on Harvey's online sales. I think it's a mutually beneficial partnership there because, you know, Harvey's have, and we've, we have said in the past that, you know, he really does need to embrace the online market a bit better. And this is a great way to do it. And, oh. and ship it, hello, they're going uh, to benefit from this as well. They've got already a, a decent footprint through Australia Post. They've partnered with all the major courier companies. So they've built this great network of, uh, of deliveries, delivery system that will get your device, your product, whatever you order. And, there, and we should mention, there, it's, there's no, there, there is a kind of a limit, but like it says You're one not of getting the categories. A couch. Well, one of the categories is consumer electronics so i'm assuming you could get a tv no, could you get a tv no no there is a size limit really yeah yeah you change it in my your, story your 65 inch <laughs> tv won't be coming via ship it it'll still, right. still got to come via the, the harvey norman white truck right. kind of solution so, so if you say but say you're buying a, a pair of headphones or Mate, a headphones uh vacuums laptops and i'll have it an imac Sonos. you want an imac um it's probably borderline that's on the border but you know that's right. the thing it tells you online yeah, okay. it, it'll just tell you straight up it's not okay. available right um, so don't forget ordering your fridge if your fridge yeah, breaks no. down you're not going to get in three he, hours he, he can still deliver that <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but not in three hours not in three hours yeah. um details of the harvey norman ship it partnership are at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. I am a big fan of uh, seeing Aussie companies do things, innovation. You know, it's often, you hear about governments talking about innovation, but it's all just bull's wool, right? Let's talk about <laughs> actual things that are happening. So Telstra partnered with Deakin University to develop a world's first medical robot. Now, if you had severe abdominal pains, you're at the doctor, he says, I need to refer you for an ultrasound, mm. and you lived in Walgut, you're going to have to drive at best to Dubbo, but likely to Sydney, right? right to get that done, you know, a serious yeah. bit of bit of kit. You know, you need the medical professional who can who can conduct an ultrasound, and you need the equipment. Yeah. This technology they've created is a robotic ultrasound. So let's say Walgett was was where you lived. Let's say Dubbo didn't have an ultrasound. The idea here is the ultrasound machine, this robotic one, goes to Dubbo, mm-hmm. short drive to Dubbo. Okay. The medical professionals in Sydney operating the robot so remotely That's so right. the device so the device is small no, but the big. and, and the, uh, it's okay, a big robot but they can ship it wherever and, they want and and and, and it's it, it the device lives in the in the hospital it doesn't get transported okay. around it just lives there but there's they're everywhere and so you go to your nearest robotic telehealth center yep. 
and the tele the telehealth professionals are in another city, another state, operating them to the point where it knows whether you're in pain because because of, wow. of the pressure that you it, it's exerting and you're you're pushing back on it. But the idea that you know for remote and regional Australians to be able to get access to healthcare without having to travel to the major metro centres yeah. is a big deal. And this is Aussie technology from Deakin University in in Victoria. So a really cool bit of tech that I mean we talk about consumer tech all the time, but let's not take away from the fact that these things are being developed in our universities yeah. and and companies. We'll talk about another one later, an Aussie company Absolutely. doing shark stuff. But it's it's really cool to see this kind of innovation yeah. in Australia. And if, yeah. if that's where the government money's going, I'm all for Absolutely it. Absolutely right. I think health care is obviously a critical issue in this election, but also being able to bridge the gap, sort of use the technology at our disposal, our, the, the connectivity at our disposal, that was kind of one of the big pillars of, of having the NBN built in the first place. Mm. Being able to connect people remotely, rather than them getting in their car, going to a medical centre or a hospital, clogging up waiting rooms, doing all that then if this is just a one great example of that using that technology making the best use of that to benefit the and especially if you live in remote areas then you can get just as good a quality of healthcare wherever you live doesn't matter if you live out in the middle of nowhere through devices like this and i yeah. think the government should focus really sharply on enhancing and, and, and encouraging developing this sort of technology to bring it to everyone. Because also, remember, that's that's an Aussie invention that could now go global. So good Aussie innovation. I've got uh, photos and details up at eftm.com.au. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for your home and small business networking needs. Uh, have a look at a Netgear router, the Netgear Nighthawk X8 as an example. A stunning product that offers uh, fantastic range throughout your home, beamforming, three wireless networks in your home and um, active antennas. So the, uh, the the signal is not lost as it passes from the antenna down into the, into the device. Uh, in my home, it's made a huge difference to the network. Great speeds throughout the home, great great coverage throughout the home. Uh, it's, an, it's an expensive device. You've got to spend $699 for a device like this, but for a family with kids, teenagers who are streaming, downloading, uh, and sharing files, this is absolutely what you need in your home. The Netgear Nighthawk X8 is available now. Check it out at leading retailers and at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, you have your Call of Duty. <laughs> I have my Formula One games and Gran Turismo. And just to be clear, this isn't a paid segment. You just, <laughs> love, you just love that. You just love this game, okay? Yeah, just, yeah, to, just yeah. to put it just, out there. Just to put it out there. Call the Gran Turismo Six was the last one, and it wasn't built specifically for PlayStation Four. So, uh, you know, you'd have to say it, there's not a next generation racing game for PlayStation other than Project Cars and and things like that. Gran Turismo is a classic, uh, stunning title. An institution, isn't it? Exactly. Really, and and they've just announced Gran Turismo Sport will be the next version available November 16. And really, honestly, that's a week after Call of Duty, we're going to be busy around November. There'll be no podcast. We'll have to yeah, take, we'll have to take a month off. Four seven there, yeah, just playing yeah. games. And VR, there'll be PlayStation VR, VR. too. So, so yeah. I, know, I know you'll be stuck in VR on Call of Duty. I'll be stuck on VR. In, like, imagine this, right? And I said this on my podcast last night. I've got my simulator, right? I've got to hook that up to the TV. I've got to take over the lounge room right now. I can sit in that simulator in any room in the house, in a corner of the house, with a headset on, and just race. Right. And no so one needs to know. I don't, don't need a monitor. Yeah. I don't need to do anything, That's right? That's brilliant. So it's 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 going to be overwhelming because this does have VR support uh, available on November nineteen. The graphics in the you know in the show reel yeah. look 
Honestly, I've never re- seen anything it looks like re- It looks like someone got a camera and went to the track and filmed cars. And that's why I look that's at these things and I go, I don't believe that until I see it with my own <laughs> eyes, right? But <laughs> here's the other thing. Done. I think that's the secret source. Yeah. <laughs> here's it's, the other it's thing. It's real footage. They have, you remember the Grand, the GT Academy with that Nissan run that uses Gran Turismo races, takes them through a regime and actually turns them into race car drivers. So Matt Simmons is the most recent run. He's racing an endurance series in, the, in Europe. Now he's an Aussie, posty last year. Now he's a racing car driver. The FIA, the governing body of motorsport in the, in the world our mate Bernie is Bernie. no is no Bernie Jean Todd uh, oh, right. formerly so the boss of Bernie Ferrari then? He's, he just owns Formula 1 okay sorry the FIA regulates my, my regulates Formula 1 okay. um, they have they, they are on board with Gran Turismo Sport yeah. to the point where and I can't get, I don't know exactly how it works but basically you can earn a racing license with Gran Turismo Okay, so the government, even CAMS in Australia, are on board with this. So yeah. you're actually, there's actually wow. going to be official FIA racing licences within Gran Turismo. I don't know where. Can we what see, point. Will we be seeing you on the grid anytime soon? Mate, Monte I'm, Carlo, Monte Carlo. I'm Grand Prix ready. No, nah, Bathurst 12 hour. I'd give it. A, I'll give yeah. it a crack. But is it true the Monte Carlo Grand Prix this weekend? It is, is it? The Monaco Grand Prix. Monaco, sorry. Yeah. Mm. Monaco. Monaco. Monte Carlo. No, they call it Monaco it's Grand Prix. Monte it's Carlo. in Monte Carlo. Yeah. It's the province of Monte Carlo, it's, isn't it? It's, it's, it's one of my favourite Formula One races to watch. Reason being is because I, w- I remember being there years ago. As, I did think you were going to go as they, were set, as they were setting up. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I, I tried to stay in town, but this is back in 2001. I did watch practice one day, uh, but it's so I've always sort of seen I've that walked around the track yeah. in a non-competitive uh, time yeah. of year. Beautiful place, amazing Grand Prix. Um, and yeah, I forget you can, what you'll be able to, so you're the Grand Tourism yeah, so Sport. Be no, but will you be able to drive the Monte Carlo track in no, this game? No, no, no. So no. you need the Formula 1 game to do that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many times you've driven Monte Carlo? Probably 100. Really? Yes. And how do you go? Terrible. It's a hard track, isn't Fortunately, it? Fortunately, is this Nurburgring the easiest one? What's no, the no, one? no. Look, for me, Albert Park, because right. I know it. Right. See, it's like, I don't know what else it's like, actually. Right. But Red Bull's got to draft you into the team next year, mate. Mate, I know Albert Park like the back of my hand, mate. <laughs> I could smash Why it. Why you put your hand up to Red Bull as an advisor for the team? Like, I, just, I, I think they might <laughs> they have might that have covered. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. But I'll give Gran Turismo Sport a go. F1 2016 will come out later. Hopefully, that'll be VR supported as well. But anyway. If you want to see the trailer, I've got it up, eftm.com.au. For Grand Turismo Sport, it'll be available November 19. You can pre-order now, and there's special pre-order packs. You can spend extra money and get a little Mercedes-AMG model Happy car. Days. Got it yeah. ready, mate. No, no. Oh, look at this. <laughs> People, if you could just imagine the death stare I just gave. Yeah, I got um, one last week. Yeah. Did, you get, did you get yours? Did they send you one? Listen, listen. I got one last week. Listen, you've already given the game away. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, you know, uh, we we are your hands hurting? Uh, no, they're okay. we didn't explain. That. Yeah, no, I was just thinking <laughs> that. I was just thinking that. We, we I'll just we just have to digress here quickly. We we had the presentation, we saw the thing, and then they they strapped us in harnesses, put helmets on us, and some of us had put three sixty fly cameras on, and we did a rope Namely course. Namely, me rope course at the Taronga Zoo, which my nine year old son wants to do. I'm exhausted. My my yeah, hands are shaking and my wheeze and knees are weak. Yes, right? well, it was it was a challenging course, and oh. I think. When I first heard, oh, the little rope course, I said, yeah, that's okay, you know, but then you get in the harness and you've got to put a helmet on and then you've got to do these and safety instructions and then you're looking yeah, down. Walk and, a tightrope. Uh, yeah, and then, then suddenly there's, all there is between you and the ground is a, a harness holding you into a cable and a little plank of wood. Uh, it, it was. Oh. It definitely took us out of our comfort zone, which is what I liked. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my comfort zone good. a lot. Well. Me and my comfort zone get on very well. <laughs> well, no, I think, and you, you would admit, you would, you would have felt 
felt a, a little sense of accomplishment at the end of it that you did it, that you went through with it, and and yeah, right and, after and completed I completed it, changed my undies. <laughs> and just for our listeners, I was behind Trevor. I deliberately wanted him to go ahead of me so that you know, if anything if anything happens, I could oh, see. Oh, you rescue <laughs> me! <laughs> oh no, 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 no! no. <laughs> so I could see if there's any <laughs> any dangers, I'd say, oh Trevor, you go first, mate. Oh. Now plus plus though, I had the 360 camera on. And I wanted to capture. I wanted to capture Trevor in action. Yeah. There were a few panic- so I can't wait to see the video were, of my ass. There were a few panic moments and uh, some. Uh, your voice went into Just another octave. Just to describe octave. it, there's telegraph pole to telegraph pole. In between each one is a the challenge, so like a rope course or, yeah. a, or, a, or a bridge yeah. or whatever. I hugged those poles like they were my mother I hadn't seen yeah. in 10 years. And, and there were people below who were like, just the, the punters in the, in the zoo looking yeah. up and pointing I'm and like, laughing at us. I'm and, like, I don't know what you think you're doing, but we're not part of the exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's worth money just to watch people panicking up there. Like it's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, next it, time we come, it is it is surprisingly confronting. Some parts of it where mm. you, you you've got to get from one platform that's around a pole to another platform, mm. and all that's ahead of you is a, a a three inch plank of wood and a harness that's holding you up to a safety cable. Mm-hmm. And but we did it, we did it. And you your nine year old little Jackson, I reckon would kill it. I think what's holding you back is your own fears here, not his. Like, what he, is this a counselling session? No, no, I'm just saying. Though, if, if as I, as I said, if if there was a tree climbing competition, you reckon your son would beat you? Yeah, I because I wouldn't. I wouldn't go into it. There you go. I think. <laughs> I think he would. Uh, he'd zip around it. He would love it. Mate. Well, he would love anyway, it. we'll bring Jackson back another time. Anyway, let's talk about messaging. <laughs> messaging. Well, we we do a lot of this, and uh, do we? it's it's interesting how. We, what's we, your messaging app of choice? I'm a text man. SMS, um, Facebook Messenger. They're my two mainstays. Um, but for, for younger users, and this is some based on research from Amasim, 18 to 24-year-olds, they're in a bad way. They've got, in a bad way? No, oh, the poor they're, 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 they're suffering what, what the research suggests is message fatigue. They're stressed out. They're thinking, well... So they're suffering from MFS, mes- <laughs> message fatigue syndrome. That's right. That'll do me, so officially. The, the the choices they've got, you know, they've got Facebook Messenger, they've got text, they've got Snapchat, they've got WhatsApp, all these all these options. And and the problem that they've uncovered, and this is nearly like 44% of people in let's this be, Hang on, let's just... Let's just Amazing uncovered. It's not like well, the Australian yeah. Professional exactly. Medical no, Association discovered. But I think Amazing talked to a lot of their <laughs> yeah. customers, and uh, it's interesting data that you that that uh, that we're talking about. So it's the the problem they found was that trying to decide the different situations, different people, what was the appropriate messaging platform? Do you, is it okay to Snapchat your boss? Should I send my mother-in-law a Facebook message? That that was what was causing them the, the difficulty and the stress Such and anxiety. the situation. But you, you I get that about, though. No, but the, the, and I think that applies to all ages. So, for example, I'll always text you. There's no yeah, like, yeah. there's no. I'm not Facebook messaging you. No. I've got a, one of my best mates from from like primary school, Ian. I always Facebook message him because he could be anywhere in the world. Yep. Um, there's certain people well, I deal with all the time. It's WhatsApp. Yeah. My wife is always text, so it is different, different yeah. courses for courses. Kind absolutely, of thing. absolutely. Not that my wife's a horse, well, but, that, but the course is text, right? <laughs> but that, that's that's the issue here, I think, where people the, the, this, in this category, they're, they're and it, it doesn't just end there. Like that, that's a stressful enough. But then on the other side of it, they've uncovered that there's anxiety around. Oh, hang on, my, they haven't I haven't had a text back, or what, this this person I'm fa- I fancy hasn't messaged me lately, and uh, or you know they can see that they're Stephen composing, is typing. They're, 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 they're composing a reply, or they know they're online. Does and they have she a love reply. me? Yeah. Well, 
these are, I send her a photo. Will she send me a photo? Well, there you go. Well, you know, you think the people at this age, okay, they're, they're going through, they're doing the dance, you know, they're going through meeting people, guys or girls, and it's, it, it does happen to coincide with it, with that age that we're talking about where the, a lot of, you know, lifelong relationships are formed at this age, and, and that's just added to the stress of the are whole situation. Are they really? At what age like, are we talking? 18 to 24. How, like many, how many of your mates from age 18 to 24 do you still keep mm-hmm. up? Me, I keep a lot of my friends at that age. No, but I mean, no, like no, I met my, then. I met my wife when I was twenty. Yeah, like okay, I, that's fine. But yeah. how many other friends do you have from when you were eighteen to twenty-four? Heaps. I've got like, yeah, I mean, maybe guys six, I went to school seven. with, guys I play footy with, I've no got heaps of friends. Hello, hello. I'm your friend. That's a whole other level of anxiety. I'm your friend. But but on the opposite end of the scale though, it's no surprise that if you're over fifty fives, yeah, don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's face it, they don't care. They're they're not stressed out at all. They're not exactly on Weibo. That's exactly. Or WeChat. It's it's it's. I think my advice and and my kids. You know, I got three kids. Dad, what's your advice? Your kids will we grow into this, mate? They'll all have phones and they're always on them. And and look. Lift your head up, look around. The world is there to see. It's not on that little screen in front of you. Don't don't waste the moment that you where you are for the sake of contacting the people who aren't where you are. Okay, very, do you very understand? Good. Do, you, do you get Thanks, what I mean? Dan, no, I, I, no, I say no. this to people because, and my kids, I've said this to them. I said, look, yeah. you're here. We're enjoying this great time together, and you're spending most of your time texting people who aren't here. They're not here. So enjoy the people who are in here with you in person, face to face communication. Shut up! That's Dad. a whole other podcast we can do there. <laughs> no, but look, I think look, two blokes any, talking parenting. Any, any we have parent, talked about that spin off. Any parent, and look, my kids are older than yours, as we know. If there's anyone wants to sponsor that podcast, we will create it. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, yeah, your podcast for money. Messaging is obviously we. It's it's a it's necessary. We need we. I can't go without messaging. I need to message people, and you know, for not only for personal reasons, but professional reasons. We're for the eighteen to twenty four year olds. Don't stress out. It's just a message. Good advice, Dad. Thanks, mate. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. So here's another Aussie innovation. This is from a company you've never so heard of. So is the following segment. Well, it's Aussie Shark show. Mitigation Systems. Who knew they existed, right? Shark Mitigation Systems is a company based in Perth, and they've created uh, things, on tested things like wetsuits with different colours and patterns to try and have sharks not want them, basically. And um, they've they've just successfully tested off Bondi, a boy yeah. that's clever. How old is he? <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> couldn't resist. So he's out. It's a it's, shark it's a, boy, it's as a boy, in B. How do you spell that, by B-O-U-Y the way? B-O-U-Y or B-U-O-Y? I don't know. It's one know. or the other. I don't know. One of those. It's on that's the, the boy we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about the little things that float in the water that not, tell you where they do. Not shark boy and dolphin girl. We're yeah, that's right. shark yeah. boy. So imagine a, a, a buoy. A buoy, as they call them yeah, in the US. Yeah, it's probably easier. Imagine a buoy, a buoy floating off Bondi <laughs> Beach. But dangling underneath it is a wire and a piece of technology at the bottom that is a sonar and a whole bunch of sensors. And it not only knows there's things around, but it can analyze them. So it analyzes, you know, uh, a movement, and it says, yeah. "Hang on, that's that's the same movement of a shark." That's smart. And it and not only knows that it's there, but it knows that it's it's How does it coming. Know it's a shark, though? Because it knows the difference between sharks and fish. How does it know it's not a scuba diver? Because it's a scuba diver flaps two feet, mate, and a shark's got okay. a big fin. Just ask it, mate. Just oh, ask it's it. smart, mate. That's just why it's clever. It. It's clever tech. <laughs> but it also knows that it's you know what it's heading towards the shore. Yeah. If it's swimming past, that's all right. Yeah. But it doesn't kill it. 
It doesn't shoot it. It doesn't put it, it in a net. It just you it's there. It just sends because it's connected via mobile. This yep. The buoy is connected. Yep. The buoy the is buoy. connected. So the lifeguards, the council, whoever is in Very charge of the smart. beach yep. are aware that the thing's there. And they don't have to clear the beach, but they can then go, okay, let's let's have a look. But I can imagine there'd be more. They can deploy more than one buoy. They can Correct. have a network of or, buoys or, out or there. On the basis of that alert, they could deploy their drone to have a look for it. Yep. Because aerial surveillance is great, yes. but it's only there once and every hour. A lot of beaches hour. do that, eh? The drones, they get them out there to like, have an but aerial view. the drone view. can't be there 24-7. Of course not. So this is technology that sits there yeah. all day, and it's, it's aware. So great stuff. They've basically now proven that it can commercially work, because yes. what they needed to do was test it. So they've now proven that it works. So what, now... What better country than Australia to test that? And you imagine there's, there's markets for South Africa, certainly yeah. here in Australia, a bunch US, of other markets. Yeah. So that's good. Aussie tech. Shark we love... Buoy. The clever boy. From uh, shark mitigation systems <laughs> in Perth. You can read about that at eftm.com.au. Okay, while we're on the subject of Australian innovation and Australian technology, well, there is another one. The This is... A pair of headphones being developed by a Melbourne-based startup. This this company came through the University of Melbourne's Accelerator program. They've now also listed this product. It's called the Neura headphones. They've listed on Kickstarter. Within 24 hours, raised $130,000. So you can imagine, well, okay, a pair of headphones is a pair of headphones. Well, apparently it's not. And what I've found in since writing this story is the fact that the way we hear sounds, the way that we respond to different frequencies, the way that the signal goes to our, travels to our brain is different for everybody. So the way we hear is, you can say, as unique as our fingerprint. Mm, so absolutely. The, the one-size-fits-all approach for a pair of headphones, and it backs up what we've always said, that audio appreciation audio quality is a subjective thing or what i think sounds mm. brilliant you might think sounds like rubbish correct and, and that's and, always a problem and with, but with the neuro headphones so what what happens here is that you put the headphones on it and the design i've got pictures on tech guide of this the design it's like there's an ear cup but inside the ear cup is an earbud so that it fits in your ears and then the ear cup goes over the top. So, so it's, it's an in-ear set with an over-ear cup. That's right. So it fits It fits inside. So the over-ear and, and the earbud provide a bit of noise isolation. But what it does to to test your how you hear it sends a little signal through through your cochlea through to your inner ear and and then then through to your brain hmm. but what happens a lot of people don't realize this your ears actually emit sound as well so there's a very faint sound that comes back that that gives them kind of the the response of of what went through it and then it takes this technology and acoustically molds the the headphones to your way of hearing so that then when you're listening to your music, like it takes it takes third like less than two minutes to do the test. Mm. But then when you put the headphones back on again, it can then know within in less than two seconds who it is. So if you use the headphones and I use the headphones, it'll know in less than two seconds, oh it's Trevor or it's Steve or whatever. So then you, the audio quality that you're hearing is customized to your way of hearing. So you're going to hear music that's that's warmer, that's crisper, clearer to your way of hearing. So that it's, it's adaptable to every single user. It's on Kickstarter now. Uh, not going to be released till early 2017. Expected retail price about 399 But if you jump in early, you'll be able to uh, secure a pair for maybe up to $150 to $200 off the price. So if you do want to jump in on board, and a lot of people already have, there's still room to go. But 
the Neura headphones based from a company in Melbourne that I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on them. Uh, hopefully in the next couple of months they're going to have, hopefully put me together with some people to get a test unit so I can write a story, do an interview with the with these guys. It's really exciting, especially if you're an audiophile, having headphones that are tailored to way, the way you hear mm. is really exciting. My mind is blown. It's brilliant. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Love some Aussie innovation here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Right, yeah, the interactive cougar talks about the start. Um, <laughs> is that what they just said? Does that mean there's a bunch so of cougars, cougars here? Cougars, yeah. yeah. Wow. Hello. Hello. Oh, oh, it's the zoo. Right, those kind of cougars. <laughs> right. Um, with that, um, your minute review, Stephen. Um, let's kick it off with the Fitbit, and then we'll talk about a product we've uh, we've both yeah. had a had a look at. Well, the Fitbit Alter. The, I've got to say, this is probably one of the better activity trackers on the market. Yeah. It's discreet. Uh, it, you can wear it twenty four seven. It's really unobtrusive. And the one the one of the thing I really like about it is the fact that all you need to do is wear it and charge it. You don't need to activate your activities, select the different exercise, do any, set it to sleep mode. It does it all by itself so that then you can then hop into the app and then see the results. So if you, if the, the device itself is pretty small, the band actually clips off on either side so you can change the bands. There's got leather bands, metal bands if you want to change it up. But the display is really easy to, to scroll through. It's a simple tap to go through each part. So you've got your steps counted, distance traveled, calories burned, active minutes, and your battery level. And it does give you a little tap on the shoulder once an hour to say, look, let, let's go for another 200 How steps. How does it reach up to your shoulder? Well, it, uh, it gives you a tap on the wrist, I should say. A little vibration on the wrist. You know what I mean. Figuratively, a tap yeah. on the shoulder. But it does encourage you to move. And the in the app, then you can see your progress. So if you want to monitor your health, monitor your fitness, you've got a fitness goal in mind, you want to see your progress, challenge yourself, challenge your friends. Like I, my wife and I, we both wear it, and, and we were both saying, oh, how, how's your step count going? And oh, I'm, she's up to 16,000 because she did a massive walk in the morning, and I'm only up to eight. But it's that sort of thing. It's that sort of thing that that can really motivate you to go further. One thing, though, it's very generous. I've found with the step count. Now I've been wearing, as you can see, I'm wearing an Apple Watch, Mm -hmm. and I'm wearing the Alter Fit, the uh, Fitbit. My ears, my ears are open. Well, the the Apple Watch. I don't know whether the Apple Watch is really stingy on the step count, or whether the Fitbit Alter is just overly generous. But there has been some discrepancy. When I get the vibration on the wrist to say, yay, you've hit 10,000 little fireworks go off on the screen, I look at the Apple Watch, which I've been wearing probably for 95% of the time while I've had the Fitbit, and there has been a difference of up to 4,000 steps. So I don't know whether the, it's because the Apple Watch is stingy, because it's well, on my left hand. Well, the challenge now is to actually count. Or, or because the altar's on my right hand, and this well, is on when my we left get up, hand. When we walk upstairs, we'll go one, yeah. two. Three, well, and we'll count your steps properly. It's funny, but anyway, I, I quite like it. I think, you know, a couple of little things like the screen is not always responsive. Like, it takes a couple of taps to get it to, to wake up. Uh, it, it's affordable too. It's only 199 bucks. Uh, available in four different colours, as well as those changeable straps as well. If the Fitbit Alter, I think one of the better, one of the best activity wristbands on the market. Yeah, in my view, it's um, it's replaced the jawbone in terms of its 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 e- ease of use on the wrist. Uh, unfortunately, that company just doesn't feel yeah, like they've they've got it anymore. Yeah. They? Yeah. Anyway, two blokes talking tech. And we'll wrap it up with a uh, an attempt to get into the uh, YouTube dash cam owners uh, records. A laser uh, through their Navigator brand. Uh, N-A- I got pulled up because I spelt that wrong. 
Navigator. Yeah, with an eight. It's spelled with an eight in it. And yeah. and, and uh, shout out to Dave, who uh, looks after Laser, mm. who's here with us today. Mm. He he called me and says, mate, I hate to have to say this, but I put an extra T at the end. Like, it was Navi, N-A-V-I. He's a G- narc, that David G- G-8. And then the letter R. I put a T and an R at the end. Mm. And I said, mate, no problem. I'll change it. Not a mate, problem. Learn the brand. It's Navigator yeah, with an eight. <laughs> but I did say, I did say, I said, yeah, mate, not a problem. But that's what happens when you come up with a stupid name. Oh, oh for hang on. The- it's you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the I did say that. A name ever. I think that's a stupid name. And th- every time I had to type it out, I, I thought, I just had a guy. I went, Grr. But anyway, um, the, 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 it's a dash cam, so it records what's in front of you. So if there's any kind of incident on the road, you've got a video record yep. and an audio record and a GPS record. It's 350 so, bucks. It's yeah. Harvey Norman, but the difference is it's got GPS on board. Now, it's not a sat-nav. You can't set your destination, but because it has GPS, it knows the speed limit, it knows the speed cameras, it knows the school zones. And yes. it's, 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 Wherever it's Aussie, you are. Because yeah. it's Aussie, it knows yep. the difference between the school zone regulations in different states and different things. Yep. The resolution is, is better than full high, high definition. Yep. So it's quite a high resolution picture. Um, and, and you can actually then play back the the drive with a map and a video all side by side it's yeah. very very high tech um i think the camera and i've had a quick play with it the camera quality is excellent yeah. the database of gps probably needs updating so i'll check for there's not a firmware update because there's the speed zones on the m2 and stuff are wrong but broadly great alerts great yeah. camera and uh and i think for 350 bucks it's a fully oh, featured uh, dash cam if it saves you one fine Oh, yeah. It's paid for itself. Like mm. how many times you've gone, you're in an area you're not familiar with, you've, you're looking at your GPS or whatever, and you come up to a school zone, mm. and you think, hello, it's a, you, it, this tells you that at the right times when to slow down. Mm. Where, so wherever you are in Australia, wherever the rules apply, it does know where you are and applies those local yep. rules. Yep. So that in itself is a great thing. What I also like on the cam side is the fact that it also works when your car's unattended. So imagine someone backs into your car in a car park or side swipes or whatever, it can then be activated and then immediately start filming around your car so that you could potentially pick up the license plate. And it's clear enough, the resolution's high enough to pick out car makes, colors, plates, all of that stuff. Yep. So, yep. Great little camera. It's the uh, Navigator Crash Cam from Laser with an 8 in it. Uh, you'll find details, photos, and whatnot at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Mate, um, this is bloke been standing behind us as a zookeeper. I think he wants you to go back to your cage. <laughs> Very funny, mate. Very funny. Well, I'd be with the lions then, wouldn't I? Or oh, the you know, tigers. I'll be with the meerkats. <laughs> or the rabbits. Are there rabbits here? There's <laughs> Why are rabbitos. Why Woo! Are rabbits in a zoo? Oh, I don't know. There might be rabbits in a There's, zoo. Do you reckon oh, there'd be rabbits crap. here? You know what? There are. are oh, there my rabbits? God. Down at the bush, the there kids, the go, kids area. The, in the kids area, there's rabbits. That's okay. Oh, there's a t- I'm looking at a sign here that says Tasmanian devils, kangaroos. Mm. Kid, down to the trail. Let's go down to the kids, kids trail. trail. Yeah, that's where the rabbits yeah, are. Awesome, awesome. Two blokes talking tech. We're here at uh, the Taronga Zoo with 360 Fly for the launch of their 4K 360 Fly out Friday, uh, 8:49.95. But try and get the 95 cents off if you mention Two Blokes <laughs> Talking Tech. We'd love to know how you go with that uh, at JB Hi-Fi this week. Stephen, we'll be back next week from another exotic location or, yeah. or your place. We'll work it out some well, somehow. We'll yeah. be together. An exotic location or your place. <laughs> 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 Two bikes talking tech.